Have you ever wondered what it would be like if you had the freedom to choose what you do with your time? Imagine waking up in the morning and actually having the choice of whether or not you wanted to go to work. Now imagine having this autonomy at just 30 years old. What if I told you you could do this without starting a business, without receiving a lottery or inheritance, and without cashing in stock options from a startup? Find out today on Stock Stories. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Stock Stories, the show where we decode the business behind the stock. Hi, I'm Alex Mason, your stock storyteller. My wife and I went from not knowing anything about the stock market or investing to becoming financially independent by 30 years old. And my goal here is to empower you with the knowledge and skills you need to successfully invest in the stock market. So this is a show that explores the fundamentals of how businesses work and also teaches you how to become a better thinker. I'm studying every company in the S&P 500 and more mental models, general thinking concepts around investing. And today we're going to talk about financial independence, one of my favorite topics. All right, let's go. Let's first stop and define what financial independence actually is, because there's a lot of, I think, confusion around this term, especially as it's exploded in popularity in recent years. Well, to me, financial independence is very simple. It's when you have enough money working for you to pay for your lifestyle and you no longer have to work. That's it. When your money works harder than you, that's when you're financially independent. So imagine having a portfolio of investments that produce enough gains year over year such that you can just take a small portion of it out each month in order to pay for all of your expenses. Then you don't have to work anymore because your portfolio is working for you. That is financial independence. One thing I've observed in American culture, and if you're outside of the U.S., you may have seen this as well, is that a lot of people believe that the only way to build wealth is either you inherit it from someone, you strike a risk by playing the lottery, or somehow you just get lucky with the right connections. And people have what I call this lottery mentality. And they believe that they just need to get lucky, quote unquote, in order to build wealth. But in developed economies, this could not be further from the truth. There are countless examples of people who built wealth over time, many of them who started out with nothing or close to nothing because they figured out how to own assets. So let's explore this concept a little further. Now, there are a lot of different types of assets that you or I could own, but for the purposes of this discussion, let's just simplify it to stocks, which are ownership of companies, and bonds, which is ownership of debt, basically a loan that you collect interest on. So these are very conventional types of investments, and we'll just look at that for the purposes of this discussion. Now, a common rule of thumb is that if you have 25 times your yearly expenses in good investments, you are financially independent because you can withdraw a little bit at a time without counteracting the growth of your overall portfolio. So where does 25 times expenses come from? Well, that's just the amount that equates to what's known as the 4% rule. One divided by 25, is 
Back in the 1990s, three professors got together at Trinity University and studied stock market data from 1926 all the way up to 1995. So they looked at several decades worth of data. And by running lots of calculations and backtesting real stock and bond market data, they found that portfolio holding 50% stocks and 50% bonds would have had a 95% chance of surviving even if you gradually increase your withdrawals to adjust for inflation. So that means even as food prices, gas prices, etc. go up over the years, you're able to take a little bit more money out each year to pay for your expenses. So you may be saying, all right, Alex, it sounds great. I want to be financially independent. The question becomes, how do we get to this 25 times yearly expenses? So, I mean, if you run the numbers for yourself in your situation, this is most likely going to be a large amount of money, right? Let's say, for example, you can live off of $30,000 per year. 25 times 30,000 equals $750,000. If you want to live off of $40,000, that number becomes a million. And if you want to live off of, say, $60,000, that number becomes 1.5 million. So the numbers are adding up very quickly here, right? So how do we get there? So step one is to get your financial house in order. So what does that mean? I mean, you've got to handle all of the basics, right? If you're not working, you need to get a job. If you have debt, pay off all of your debt. And I mean all of your debt. Debt is like a chain around your neck that keeps you from truly living your dreams. So you just don't want to be in that situation. So pay off your debt, earn an income, and in general, you just want to get organized at this point. And you want to get to the point where you have a sizable gap between your income and your expenses. And that will take you to step two. Now, if you're enjoying this episode, I'm really enjoying making this for you. So if you're finding value in this, just I would be very grateful if you just take one second and tap that like button. Thank you so much. All right, now we've moved on to step number two. If you wanna be wealthy, you have to invest, period. You've gotta own things that grow in value. And if you wanna truly hit this financial milestone by 30 years old, the most efficient way to do it is to start early and funnel as much of your extra cash as you can into good investments. Now, you're going to want to invest in stocks because they have the best growth characteristics of any asset class. And if you're just starting out, what I would recommend is simple index funds or ETFs. And if you're not sure what that is, an index fund is just a collection of a lot of different stocks bundled together in a single package that you can just buy one thing. And ETFs are similar. So specifically, what you're going to want to buy is the ticker symbol VTSAX. That stands for Vanguard Total Stock Market Fund. And it's not an exact abbreviation, but that's what it, it holds. And then if you want to buy an ETF, it's called VTI. And these are more or less equivalent investments. These funds represent the entire stock market. So every time you purchase it, you're literally buying a small piece of thousands of companies in the American economy. Now, I personally love investing in single stocks too, but to be straightforward with you, it's not necessary to reach financial independence and you don't need to complicate the process, especially at the beginning phases of building wealth. 
Now, in order for this to work over a relatively short time period, I mean, about 10 years or so, we're talking about becoming financially independent by 30, right? So extreme results can require extreme action. You're going to need to invest a high portion of your income. Now, a lot of traditional personal finance advice says that you should invest around 10 to 15% of your income into investments for your retirement. Now, right now, I just want you to shatter those assumptions right now and challenge your mindset. If you can find a way to invest 50% of your income or more, do it. This is so key. I cannot overemphasize this point. You need to start building up assets in your investment accounts and a high percentage of savings into investments is how to do it. If you wanna invest 10 to 15% of your income, you're gonna have good results. It's just gonna take you decades and decades to get there. But if you invest 50% or more, now you're talking about fast results. Now, once you've completed step one, getting your financial house in order, and step two, you're investing at least 50% of your income into the stock market, you're well on your way to financial independence. The key now is to not get distracted from your goal and to press on. Now, I'll tell you from my personal experience that this is the really hard part. Just sitting back, going to work, and waiting as your investments slowly grow can be a difficult process, especially since you probably really wanna be financially independent right now, right? But trust me, it's well worth the wait. Now, I will say that once you get to your first $200,000, you're going to begin to build some momentum. The first $200,000 is just incredibly difficult for most people, and it certainly was for me and my wife. But you do whatever you have to do to get there because once you get to that milestone, your investments really start to build on themselves naturally, and you'll see a lot of progress without you having to work as hard for it. The problem is, sadly, most people never make it to this phase, so they never get to experience the rewards on the other side of having their money work for them. So the tipping point for me and my family, it was around $200,000, but maybe it's somewhat different for you. Just find a way to stay committed and keep building your investments. This is really important. Now, I just want to clarify real quick that $200,000 is not the point at which my wife and I actually became financially independent at 30. That's just the tipping point that we hit along the way to get there. So we needed a lot more money for our lifestyle and expenses than $200,000, but that is the point at which you'll begin to get that momentum. So contentment and patience are key here. This journey is going to take you several years, but if you start early enough and you're patient, you can definitely become financially independent within a 10 year period. So maybe you're watching this and you're not 20 years old and you don't have 10 years before you're 30 to build your assets. Maybe you're 30, maybe you're 40, maybe you're 50. That's okay. Just get started and you can do it. The point is to have a plan and to execute it with diligence. So that is my roadmap for how to become financially independent by 30. Step number one, get your financial house in order. Step number two, invest at least 50% of your income into the stock market. Step three, have patience and find contentment along the journey. So follow those steps. You'll eventually hit your goals. Just a matter of where you're at right now and where you want to be. But 
again, I just want to reinforce that you can do this and this is possible for you. So now I want to know what you think. How are you planning to reach financial independence? Let me know in the comments below. And if you're hungry for more, I've created over 200 free podcast episodes on different companies and other investing related topics. So go ahead and click the link in that description to check that out. Thank you so much. And I will see you on the next one.